The Late Night Legends podcast is meant for an adult audience only. It may contain sexually oriented content. Content may not be suitable for sensitive listeners. Please be aware of your surroundings. Listener discretion is advised. Late Night Legends Internet Podcast Radio Show, the most romantic, finest content on the interwebular stratosphere. No? No? Make, I don't think Mick liked that one. Okay. It was, it was fine. It was fine. It was all right. Can, can you give me a score out of 10? Five. Five, five. Out of five. Solid five. That's a mood. Solid five. I needed Stompy Stompy to be mentioned in there someplace. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. We're joined by our wonderful legends, Kara, Tressa, Hello. Jenny, who is our cryptid correspondent, Hello. and Mick, and special guests, professional haunters, Donovan and Sam. Hello. Hi. I'm going to let, <laughs> I'm going to let Kara steer the ship tonight. Kara, give us updates and then bring us in. All right. Um. So welcome, Donovan and Sam. Thank you for coming on. They are um, kind of long time, a, you know, a good chunk of their lives already. Uh, professional haunters at Hayride of Horror in Lockport, Illinois. So uh, worthy haunt to visit, and you know, amongst all of ours, kind of in the area. And they guest act at other haunts in the area throughout the season. And they can tell us more about it, but in the off season, they are involved in an axe throwing and escape room place in Lockport as well. So if they can tell us all about that. Um, is there anything you guys want to say starting out or should we jump into the questions? Maybe give us uh well, we're going to be waiting for the ice queen. So she'll be sending on any second. Nick took the night off. And do you want to tell us what our next couple episodes are after this, Kara? Next couple episodes next week is going to be Stormfrog and, and Paige Senpai, who is his sister. Paige Senpai. 
his sister. So really excited to have them on the show. Mm -hmm. He is pretty active in the comments for a lot of shows. Then it's our Halloween episode. You'll get to see us on Halloween all dressed up in our costumes. There's a whole theme. So stay tuned. Uh, November 7th, the Monday after that, we have Chris Fleming of the Discovery Channel. He has Haunted Scotland out right now, and he's been on a whole lot of other shows, Psychic and Medium. And then after that is Russ Kellett, a UFO investigator from the UK. When I hear Russ Kellett's name... So a lot of fun stuff coming. I begin to think about Hmm? things that rhyme with his last name. But I don't want to be rude. So I won't bring that up. Is Mick okay? I just heard a lot of screaming. I don't know. There's like, she's on planet Earth right now. Is she's she though? Oh, oh my God. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I'm here. She is. I'm here. This screaming was, I don't think, on my end. If it was, my noise canceling headphones blocked it out. <laughs> Maybe check Or is it the internet noise again? Maybe this podcast is haunted. Actually, let me check to see if, like, some rugrats have broken into my house real quick. (laughs) You don't want no Tommy Pickles taking your stuff, that's for sure. I like like how we're waiting, anticipating what's going on over at her house. What if she just shows up with a kid? Found one! Broken! We're waiting in anticipation to see if Mika got burgled. And then she pulls off the mask like in Scooby-Doo 2. And it's two smaller children standing on top of each other. <laughs> mm-hmm. Both heads in one mask. <laughs> They're small. Very, very small. Okay, how about this? Uh, Donovan and Sam, <laughs> please introduce yourselves. Let us know a little bit about yourselves. Favorite animal, favorite uh, costume to wear to the Halloween things that you do. And then... Uh, let us know your favorite food and uh, introduce Lucy. Halloween candy. Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of questions. I want to go first. I'm going to grab Smiley so I can show his face. Oh, can we get my horn then? Yeah. Okay. Um, he's grabbing his costume. Well, just the face. Just his face. Never mind. Um, I'm Sam. I have been working at Hayride of Horror for five years now. Um, I like to be a bunch of everything, but this year I've settled on being clown. Um, <laughs> okay, you cost me my horn. Um, that's a big part of my character, and then... And so yeah, I play, I'm Donovan, also been doing Carrot of Horror five years, so the mask for my character, his name is Smiley. Oh, that was you! <laughs> Yes. Yes. You were perched up in the side of the hayride like Spider-Man for like half an hour. I'm like, this dude must be out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still sore from not that week's doing Ooh. that, but this week's. Uh, sorry for camera shakes. The camera is the laptop webcam on a litter container on our bed. You're yeah. good. You're so good. We'll <laughs> set up. Um, That's very like COVID era setup. I feel like. Yeah. I feel like everybody, like, if you ever, like, if there anyone's interviewed on TV, like, when COVID happened, they couldn't go in studio. It was just, like, all of their, like, shit, like, piled up on a table and then a laptop <laughs> set on top. And they're like, this is perfect. Also, no pants. Just saying. And they cleaned up, like, the rest of their house would be, like, a complete disaster. And they'd clean up, like, the exact area that would be on camera. And they're like, okay, it looks like I'm a human. <laughs> yeah, I was like, this is a good neutral background. So, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
So why are you sore this week? You said this week you're sore after. What, just, what um, crazy things this, did you do? Just from this weekend's of haunting. I mean, I've been crawling all on all floors for half the night and the other half the night. So like two hours, I'm on all fours, two hours, I'm running around the entire park. Yeah, we're both managers this year and we have to run across an entire huge park, district park. It's like 27 acres in total. Yeah, of our land that we're just yeah, on. 27 acres that we're on. So, yeah, I think it's, it hurts. I want to make two comments. Number one, <laughs> Donovan, my girlfriend was listening to, so we took a short movie where you were on the camera for like a few seconds. My girlfriend made it a point to say she really hates the sound that you make. Oh, yeah. And, um, <laughs> I also want to say that when we attended the hayride, I think I parked 28 acres away from the actual yeah. hayride. <laughs> That's fair. There's like, I think it's five different parking lots across the park. Yeah. I parked at the furthest one away. Just saying. I did too. I had to leave early. I didn't actually get to go on the haunted hayride. Uh, Six just because I live three hours away. Wow. Um, so we left, but I think by the time we made it back to our car, you guys were probably at the front of the line. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mick lives the farthest probably. away, but she gets home the first, the soonest somehow. I don't know how that works. She does. I was like, she claims to live three hours away, but I feel like it's about 10 minutes later. So I'm home. <laughs> it kind of seems like that just from watching the chats yeah well i gotta i gotta hand it to make she paid the admission price to just stand in line which is the and most... then we gave away it the tickets to some random people in the parking lot oh were they mm. were they cool about it that's awesome yeah i was like you, are you guys going to the haunted air they're like yeah like do you have tickets and they're like no we're about to buy some and i'm like well it's your lucky day i guess <laughs> oh <laughs> So tell us about that was good of you. Tell us about how it is to be an actor and actress. I want to hear about the most foolish guests that you guys come across. I'm sure you get many. Yes. There are a lot of different categories of please bad guests. Indulge us. See, so yeah, the most common two are just uh, kind of just unruly. People, whether it be that they're drunk or just a mob of thirteen-year-olds, yeah, um, teenagers are the worst. I mean, that's true of anywhere. anywhere yeah, that's just all the, the universal fact. <laughs> yeah, except for Emerson. Emerson's great. Yeah, Emerson. <laughs> Emerson's cool. Um, yeah, so those are always annoying, just because whether it be that they're just being loud and in your face, or that they're like stealing scares by like running up at you and you're just like why are you here yeah Wait, and then there's uh and the other one is just the people who are just completely trying to suck the fun out of it for everyone just uh, i'm not scared you're not scary wrong. i would say drunk adults are also not fun either because they're just stumbling all over the place and sometimes they're already scared so it just escalates that and they're just screaming and stumbling, and they're like, get me out of here. And we're like, we are trying to get you out. <laughs> okay, so the drunk adults are too scared. The teenagers are not scared enough. So what you're saying oh, is... No, yeah. The teenagers are terrified. They're just pretending they aren't, oh, and they're doing so in a where's the sweet very spot? obnoxious way. Where's the sweet spot of, like, scared? And then I also was going to ask, you said stealing scares. Is that when somebody tries to scare you, the actors? No, it's basically... Um, because, for example, my character, one of the primary scares I do, especially when I'm kind of tired or my 
throat's hurting a little bit because the noise I make is a little intensive on my throat. Um, I'll just creep along and I can walk really quietly. So especially with the music playing, other people talking, I could get like right on top of someone without them noticing um, and just like creep over their shoulder and then like either let them notice me themselves or if it's been long enough, just like in their ear, just like do the noise uh, and scare the crap out of them. But then I'll just be like, I'm my way over to a group that would be like a perfect target for that. And it'll just like run up and just be like this, just like dozen 13 year olds just around you in a circle all of a sudden you're just, and they're just like being all loud just saying the dumbest possible shit. Yeah. Um, and obviously the group that you're now only like 10 feet away from notices you and like, oh, that's a cool match instead of like the like scream or whatever reaction they would have mm, had. I see. That's yeah. annoying when that happens. Or if you get like a good scare and they actually were scared, but then they take it back and they make fun of it. So like I have a high pitched voice <laughs> in my character and then like there'll be a teenage boy that mocks it, even though he jumped across the room when I scared him. What do you so, yeah, that's that's just this Saturday we had a <laughs> big old group of teenagers like that, and one of I think they were all like a football or baseball team or something like that, like a like an eighth grade baseball team or something like that, whatever <laughs> age they would be. Um, and every time I came around, I got one of them to just scream <laughs> like loud enough that I'm pretty sure you could have heard it across the park, and just as high as like possible and then not even five seconds later still like shaking they'd be like no you didn't scare me that, that wasn't, wasn't scary. scary what you think you're cool and i'm just saying that like <laughs> watched you literally jump a foot in the air and scream <laughs> like a six-year-old i yes. think that there's a lot of like social pressure especially in like adolescent males it seems like yeah, yeah. no i understand the reasoning it's so it's annoying. it's like not cool where it's it's like oh instead of just being like oh you got me that was good they have to be like no i'm cool i like yeah. i didn't get scared even though you just saw me piss my pants yeah i'm good with teenage boys it's really teenage girls too but like teenage boys all i gotta do is just be like keep talking touch my actors and just squeak right like honk, honk literally <laughs> i don't know just right. they Maybe stop i don't know don't question me so what's what's the, what's the <laughs> goal like what's the perfect scare for you guys and what's like the not well obviously we're talking about what's not the perfect scare but like have you had one where it's like oh yes i wish everyone went down like this what's that like it really depends on yeah. what kind of scare you're going for if you're going for a creepy unsettling scare if you're going for like a make you laugh uncomfortably scare make you laugh to like counteract the fear kind of scare or just a standard jump scare whatever kind of scare you're going for kind of dictates the reaction that you're really hoping for um but generally the across the board the one you want is that good like classic scream nice. or if they can't like get all high pitch like for example i can do it just like a Go like, oh fuck, like that kind of just like that genuine instantaneous reaction. Yeah, I like at least getting once a night someone cowering back and like running away from me. Like the other night, I just had this group yeah, that like was shoving their friend forward towards me and she was like backing up and I was just like, 
why are you scared of me? Like, don't be scared of me. And I like got up in her face and she just started running. So I chased her. That's yeah. one thing. <laughs> I think that is actually my favorite kind of scare too, because same thing will happen to me, especially because um, characters like Sam's are louder, more colorful, literally, um, and aren't as good at sneaking up on groups. But um, my character is literally just a black morph suit and that mask. Yeah. So unless you're looking directly at the mask, you can't really see it at all. So I'm able to like consistently, even again, even two groups that are like keeping an eye out constantly, like swivel heads on a swivel, constantly like looking for like an actor because they're terrified. I'll just like appear there, and you'll get the ones that are just like so scared that their only reaction is to just run. <laughs> Yeah. And so I love when they get out of line too. Yeah. Just to run away. It's also really fun because I'm six foot two, so I got long legs and I can run really quick. Because <laughs> with my not great shoe choice, I can very easily keep up with just about any of the people in line. And so it's fun just like chasing them and they realize you're right behind them and then just it restarts all over again. I'm gonna have to blur out Tressa's shirt and post, but I do have another question for you guys. Uh, so we, we've heard about the flight response. Have you guys had anybody that's tried to attack you out of fear and like surprise? Yes. How does that go? It depends. it hurts. Yeah. So, so you've actually gotten attacked? Do you like kick those people out, or do you? I have been. Uh, we generally don't kick them out unless they like are clearly because if it's someone like they jump and just go ah like that. I'd say That's we a, escort them out as quick as possible because we can't just be like, get out, like you paid for this, you just get out. Unless like they're seriously causing bodily harm to our actors, then we just are like, you're going to follow us to, up to the front and you're going to leave now. Yeah, so if someone's like clearly like going out or like walking up to someone to punch them, yeah, yeah, that's not okay, they get kicked out, you're done. But like I said, if someone's like just reacting and just like throws like a, just ah, ah, like, yeah. throws their hands out, our haunt has a lot of young children in it. We have age ranges, but because we have young children, we have to keep out an eye out for that fact. Um, so a lot of the managers, we're all adults, except actually a few are teenagers, but um, we're all keeping an eye out for that. And usually we get the grunt, brunt of big, bad groups. Yeah, especially in front of house where we are right up with people. We are literally next to them there's not a hay rack or a fence or something separating us at all um it is pretty common to just every now and then scare someone they react and either you have to dodge or you take a punch i'd and, say usually the people that are acting like that are the scaredest yeah. <laughs> so yeah sorry this is leah this is our ice queen she's late to the party. hi hi sorry guys Ice Queen, this is Donovan. I just got out of work. They're, uh, Very nice to meet you. Professional haunters. We were promised that well, we were going to meet their cat, Lucy, but so far they've not delivered yet. She was here a second ago <laughs> like when, you were, when you were doing the first intro. We're I very, you know, um, very pet-centric show. Right back. As, everyone, as everyone on our podcast can tell you, my cats never cooperate either. They're either crazy on or crazy off. I would say the craziest pets are, are, are Sam and Opal. The rest are generally pretty well behaved, but Sam and Opal will just be barking off camera. Yep, and then I have to go try and see what they're barking at, and it's usually nothing. I'd like to usually. think that Lucy's just over there working on a scare. Oh, she's right here. 
I found the baby. Okay. What kind of cat is Lucy? Oh, what is happening with those hands? <laughs> I'm holding her. She is a, oh, a um, domestic long hair cat. Um, she's oh, calico, she partially. No, come here. Yeah. Camera shy? A little bit. So pretty. So she pretty. Is adorable. Like what are you talking about? She loves being held. Not for like long. At least not. She generally looks just like flopping on top of. Oh, we closed the door and now her sister is just like, hey, let me in. Come on, Binks. Come on. We need to see these. We need to see your cats. This is an important part of every episode. If you have pets, mm-hmm. we must see them. Yes, <laughs> paranormal's only part of. It. Yeah. So Sam got thanks the other one. I promise it's not the same cat. Oh, so cute. I can pick up Lucy's so they're in the same place at the same time. It's okay. okay. Good, good. Otherwise... I'm going to need side-by-side proof. Well, there's more calico on the back of the, the yeah. one she's holding right now. Yeah. How observant. I have cats. <laughs> oh, got it. Okay. Oh! oh. No. <laughs> That's what we're actual? here for. The scare. <laughs> that was the action. Are they actual siblings or are they just? Uh, they were in the same litter. It was the litter of four, and I was gonna originally get Binks, um, and Lucy was left, and I was like, "Well, I have to take her." Yeah, I just, you can't, you can't. I yeah, that would be pretty sad if you didn't. <laughs> yeah, I have a question for you. Um, what is there like one particular person that was like your absolute favorite scare ever, and why? Like my favorite reaction to a scare that I did. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't have any like that are like above and beyond. Like this is the absolute best I've ever done. Um, but one of my favorites because it was my first year. I think only the second weekend, so like either like the third or fourth day that I've been doing that I was doing it. Um, I was in. We have a big old maze. Like literally just. A standard maze and i was in it and we had three entrances to it that year and i was just peeking around the corner of one of them just like with just the face sticking out with a stroke just slow stroke on it and uh so you opened the door and just like took a second to process that i was right there and once she did just immediately just went oh hell no nah, i just like slammed the door went around to another one of the doors um and so I'm there and the doors are right there on my end. I had to like squeeze through a little actor little door that it's was like probably the size of the computer screen. Very yeah, small. Yeah, it was like it was like a foot by foot cut out in a pallet. So I managed to squeeze under there and just peek around the other one right as she opened that one. And same <laughs> I think that's again, not my favorite, but very much up there. I don't know if I have a like favorite scare per se. Um, but I definitely have groups that I remember, whether that be I scared them or that I just hung out with them the entire time they were on the hayride and then walked through the bayou with them. Um, I definitely, I have, was a different character last year. So I had a group of little girls that just kept screaming, pumpkin, pumpkin. That was my character last year. I covered myself head to toe in blood and ate raw pumpkin guts. <gasps> I saw cool. you last year. 
I sent you last year. Nice. I remember the pumpkin guts. Very well done because I don't know that I could have uh, done that in any scenario for any amount of money with a straight face. It that was... had to be cold, a little gross. <laughs> Very cold. I, one I of my favorite things to do. <laughs> it was still great. But yeah, I had a group of little girls that just loved me and they followed me around and they were like, you helped us last year. And I wasn't even that the year before. It was just another person. And they recognized me this year because it's a similar voice, not the same character. And I walked through again with them and I didn't scare them, but like all my other actors scared them. And like, just definitely I remember them. That's a group that I will remember. And yet, like she said, there are not scare reactions that are still just really nice and sometimes just hilariously wholesome. Um, Like, Saturday, this last Saturday, I had a group. It was um, a mom, dad, and their two right around eight-year-old girls. And I didn't realize that's where where they were sitting on the tractor. So um, I had run up to the tractor, and I generally just, like, launch myself on the side of it if I didn't, like, get on at the start. Because um, sometimes we have designated tractor riders that are there to, like, watch people, make sure they aren't, like, standing up, being too unruly. And sometimes the front of house actors have to be that. Uh, that tractor had one. So I let it go around the corner a little bit. And I just like launched myself at the tractor and just jumped up onto it and it like flew over the edge. And I didn't realize that corner had the that family right there. Oh. So I ended up right between the two of them. And their initial reaction was just like pure terror. And I was like, oh God, I feel so bad. Uh, you don't want to scare children too bad. Um, uh, you don't? That's a main rule for us. Do not scare children. Always go for the parents. Yeah, yeah we try to be more friendly with kids, and that's why I yeah. tend to remember them more. Yeah, but so then I was like, oh, crap, I just terrified these children. What do I do? And so I just kind of just, like, sat there as they were, like, calming down, and then eventually they were just, like, fell in love with Smiley. And at one point, because my legs were getting tired because this was later in the night, and doing a lot of crouching and squatting and all that stuff, I just like flop and sit down on the actual seat. And then just all of a sudden, out of nowhere, about halfway through the ride, they both of them just like hugged my legs. I was like, cause I was just <laughs> like, like this. And both of them just went like, and just hugged my legs. And I was just like, what just happened? Adorable. <laughs> the cutest thing ever. So do you guys, yeah. do you guys scare each other? And if so, how? Cause I want to hear about that. Not really. Let's play some pranks. Uh, Come on. You got to. I would, I would think I mean, that you this would. seems a little too personal. You know, you're right. I, <laughs> I couldn't think of something, but I would say we don't scare each other. Um, cause he's a big puppy dog. Basically. I just go over to him and I start petting his head, but a bunch of the children actors that I go through, cause I go through to check on them throughout the night. I was going through the other day through the walkthrough and I got to soggy zombies and I was turning around making sure the girl behind them was okay. And I suddenly just turned around and started walking forward. And a zombie came out right behind the mausoleum and just like started growling at my face. And I went, oh, yep, that one got me. Yeah, that one got me. And then later that night, out of character, we at like right after the meeting, she was just screaming, honk, I got you. I got you. And I was like, yeah, you did. Yeah, you definitely did. Yeah. A lot of the a lot of the children in the scenes take a lot of pride in scaring us, especially because we are. Like the front of house, the managers, the 
we've been doing this for years, people. And they love trying to like actually scare us. And like while I haven't really had anyone not this year at least, and I don't can't really remember one last year, it's still amazing seeing them try. Um, What's the youngest child you hire? I'm just curious. The youngest we ever had was so Jenna we don't, when she was younger, right? Yes, but anyone under sixteen is a volunteer. You have to be um, 16 to be a paid actor, but so 16 is youngest hired and five or six is youngest volunteered with a parent in scene with them. Yeah. So there was, there's one girl that we always, like that I always remember with that. Sorry, I'm drifting off screen. Um, Kat is distracting me. Um, there's one girl that has always been in our doll scene and she's tiny and I believe she started when she was five and she's still only and she's still super young yeah and then obviously um our main boss Andrea her kids are currently five eight and ten and the five-year-old acts for some parts of the night the ten-year-old is currently out there acting but he's been acting since he was five or six so yeah. But he's been around even longer than that. We have a bunch of young kids around. They all are helping out and stuff like that. Well, and it's through the park district. So that's why yeah. there's volunteers, like yes. not just like a big private venture. Yeah. Yeah, that's. Yeah, we are one of the only haunts in the area that actually can have younger kids because of liability and insurance reasons. Because we do go through the park district. We aren't our own completely independent haunt. Yeah. I mean, Hair and Four is still ours. We run it, we do it. But like, we are through the park district, so we do have some things like we can yeah. have volunteer actors instead of just strictly hired ones. I would say the youngest out this year is still probably about six or seven. I can't, um, I don't know their age exactly, but I think Andy's niece. She's pretty young. I can't, I don't know. That's fair. We have a lot of young kids. There's yeah. a lot to keep track of. And yeah, we have, because we have this year, I think it's a hundred and I keep drifting out of frame. Uh, I think we have a hundred and twenty. So far. Yeah. Are they there every night or is it just? Most of the nights, yes. Depends. We take volunteers every Friday and Saturday. Um, so if you still want to come in, we tell people. Just show up at three, four o'clock. We'll cast you, we'll cast you meal, and we'll put you in makeup. Um, I'd say probably about 80 to 90 are actors that stick around and do it every night. Um, and then- Even like year to year. Yeah, year to year. But a lot of this year is new people and they've been showing up pretty much every night. So, Would you let awesome. someone who's 36 volunteer? Yes. Asking yeah. for a friend. <laughs> yes, anyone can volunteer. Just um, basically just come. It's called the Vols Building in Dowood. You want to come try and volunteer? Just be like, hey, I want to act. Or if they don't have a character that fits you, we can do some. You just help with something behind the scenes. Like you could help take tickets. You could help yes. direct lines, stuff like that. That's really appreciated. I yeah. love when people take tickets or even tractor riders because that means that we don't have to come and do that. Wouldn't that be wild if somebody shows up? I heard you guys in Late Night Legends. I'm volunteering. <laughs> I would love it. I would love it. <laughs> you got to give us a little. That would trip me out. 
You gotta give us a little. That would be pretty wild. If you end up getting paid, we have to make a little commission on that. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> so how? Okay. So how do you guys come up with how you're how you're gonna scare people? Not even just as actors, but as a haunt. Like, is there a formula for this? Is how we know people are scared when X Y Z happens, or is it trial and error? It's less a formula and more. Um, most of the hunt industry is just preying on basic human psychology that is just like baked into every human. Um, so everyone's brain is scared of a couple certain things. Um, and then you can combine that. So stuff like spiders are like creatures that are like coming to eat you. You're instinctually programmed, you're hardwired to be afraid of. And then there's some things that nowadays you have become wired to be afraid of. So that's where you get the stuff like the chainsaws, the clowns, where most people are just kind of going to be scared of them. We, um, I would say we also do add some of our own fears and we have manager meetings throughout the year. We usually have one about June where we plan out the layout of the hayride and the walkthrough. We stick to the same usual stuff that we have and we take out one or two scenes and add one or two new ones. So this year, we have, I believe, three new scenes and one we brought back that we didn't have for a couple of years. Um, and that's, a few of those are a couple of our own manager's fears. Like a new one we have this year is gnomes. Which I think is ridiculous, but there are some people that I see that are genuinely fair. Yeah. I'm like, cool, that works. But, um, but they're so cute. Right? But we also have a really creepy costume for it. And the face is just nasty. And the kids are just wearing it and because only a kid can wear the costume it's pretty tiny um and the kids were just running up to the tractor screaming bow down to your lord i'm gonna eat your fingers and toes and it was just weird stuff so like weird and none of us suggested it and they just came up with it on their own and it was really <laughs> creepy yeah, one kid her cousin actually yeah. was just like bow down to your lord and then you're just like, like and made all yeah, of the managers stuff. bow down to them on a practice night we had yeah it was we just went, hilarious cool that works that's either gonna be a little, little unsettling <laughs> actually scary yeah maybe even comedic but like it's gonna have some effect yeah right. cool that works and then the, rest of them do it. the new scene that we brought back it's the first scene it's bugs so if you guys did go on the hayride you saw it's one of the first things you go through it's just a bunch of spider webs and dead bodies hanging upside down and huge spiders. And it's horrifying and I hate it. And that was suggested to brought, be brought back and it works because I hate it. That's a hard so pass how much, for me. So you, so you said just you need to and how much? No. <laughs> how much of the year are you working on it? Because we just see it in October, right? So... Good we question. spend how much goes into half the year building stuff. I would say even more. I just mean like construction building stuff. I would say we usually start around end of February and and wow. end of November we end. Um, so we have a few months break for like Christmas and just the New Year's. We have like December and January. Yeah. Ooh, angry cats. <laughs> um, but yeah. But and whether then, it be costumes, props, sets, whatever thing, there's something we can work on 
yeah. all year. I'm, I'm finding costume pieces all year, so I'm just keeping an eye out for it. And I can either grab it with my own money and then being reimbursed or ask for the card and go get it. Um, I know build team has to think really early about what they what resources they need. Yeah, we were planning out like what we were going to build this year and like how much to budget for it. Yeah. Um, from like a sets and like bigger construction kind of things. Yeah. That started planning out in like early March. Yeah. If not earlier. A lot of it starts around March because we go to a um, convention for just haunters and escape room people in it's usually in March. It's going to be in February this year. It's called Trans World. Um, oh. So we have to set aside a decent amount of budget for if we want to buy any big props there as well. So March is when it usually starts. And then we start building right after that. Yeah. Are you guys going to have to be a haunter to go to this? Yes. yes. You have to be oh. affiliated with some sort of um, haunt, haunt or escape yeah. room or. What was the third one? Why am I blanking on it? Um, uh, it's a Christmas venue too. No, it was Haunt, Haunter's Escape Room. Yeah, it's mainly you have to be someone in the industry, basically. Yeah. And not just yeah. like a random person with a home haunt. Yeah, I don't. They were talking about Lee is sitting here formulating how she can get affiliated with a haunt. Kara so is she can too. Go. I see the wheels turning. Yeah, so Mostly, I want to. I have a I think a paranormal podcast management. I just, I want to go check out the trade show floor. That's yeah. really it. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. I am so lucky to have been a part of it. I love it so much. Yeah, so, like, for example, uh, from Hayride, out of our 100-plus people, uh, only about eight or nine go to Transworld. Yeah. Yes. Right. And they've talked about opening it to the public, so... You yeah, might it might eventually be able to go. I mean, if I pay for my own ticket, can I come? We only get a certain amount of passes, sadly. <laughs> that means no. Yeah, I'm being polite. We're, we're in the market to buy like a 100 foot skeleton. Just saying. Sorry, what was that? I said we're in the market to buy a 100 foot skeleton as a team and kind of share it. Uh, oh, 20, 20 foot skeleton. Yeah, oh, I think it was 12 foot skeleton. Oh, well, now you get it. What's the biggest skeleton? Yeah, no, those you can just get from the skeleton. That's not a trans world thing. That's like a Home Depot thing. Wait, we, Andrea actually has one. Ava got it for her. Those are our big main bosses. It's currently in the escape room and axe throwing place we work at. It is too big, yeah. and we had to take out ceiling tiles. Yeah, he's though. in the back by the axe throwing, and his name's Randy. <laughs> Now, if I set up like a like a scare something in my backyard and like sign everybody on the podcast up, and we sell like two tickets to it, I mean, technically we're we're a haunt, right? I don't know the actual threshold. Yeah, I think there is like you have to have an open. It's okay. I'm gonna look years. into it. And there's like an application process. I know that. We'll get in. Don't worry. We've also been a part of a home haunt before during COVID because Hayride was shut down and um, oh. we ran. A home haunt at Andrea's old house. How does we that work? Built it around her house, so I don't think we would have even been able to go. Yeah, that if that was all we had done, that wouldn't have been yeah. enough. And we ran through, I think, over the course of we had two like weekends, and we ran through twelve hundred people. I'd say. How does the home haunt work? Like Holy a Zoom macro. haunt? So um, <laughs> we took some of the scenes that we currently already had. 
Um, we brought some of the props that we had and we just built the rest. Um, we just made like miniature versions. So we had yeah. a smaller maze. We had, we had a... We'll go through it. So it was a graveyard. So we had zombies. Um, and then we have this thing called Teen Woods. So it's just neon glow people. It's like a radioactive apocalypse kind of. Yeah. So we built a couple walls and I was in that scene with another person and we just took baseball bats and beat the crap out of everything. Um, and then we built a maze that was, it was still, what, 40 by 40 or something? It was, I believe, 30 by... 30 by... It was 30 by 40. 30 by That's 40 maze. That's a lot of property. It, she has a mess or had a mess backyard. That's yeah. It was a big backyard that we built a huge maze in, and that was the main attraction part. Um, and they, Andrea and Ava, have been hunting for many, many more years than us, and so they have all that previous knowledge as well. Um, and they could bring the fun lighting stuff and fog machines and just make really cool, amazing things in the maze. Like the we had, call it the fog room. It's lasers. Um, and yeah, it's deceptively simple. Yeah, so it's lasers literally just pointing out probably at like, I would say about a little higher than waist height um, and then fog. And it just makes this swampy, uh, I don't even know how like to describe water it. water surface. Yeah. Effect, and then as the fog ripples and moves, you just see one tiny cross section of that. Yes. And it causes this weird like swirly yeah it cuts the room in half and a yeah. good scare you can get is if you it's hide shocking. underneath it and then pop right out it's just amazing are you guys gonna give us a sneak peek or spoiler into your characters for next year or is that like off limits for you i mean i'm gonna be my character until i literally can't play it anymore. <laughs> like i'm going to be smiley until i'm physically incapable of being smiley yeah for whatever reason i believe i'm gonna be the same character um this is the first character I've ever made, and I really like it because I've I've been just thrown around in the scenes. I originally started in that Teen Woods area, um, and then I was asked, they were like, we need help front of house selling merch, so I put on a character for that. Um, I really fell in love with when I was um, the Rougarou victim, so I was just this... <laughs> thank you. This um, hairless werewolf, French werewolf, would just kill me. And I was covered in blood again. Covered in blood is a thing I apparently like, because, yeah. Um, but I, like, have tried a bunch of characters, and they've all been someone else had given me that character. And so I found a costume, found a gimmick, and I started as a clown this year. And it's the first I really ever made, and I really like it. So I think I'm going to keep that. Um but I have all these other characters in my back pocket if I do need them. Can you tell us about your back pocket and the characters in there? I'm just curious. <laughs> so, yeah, I had that the victim. I, I'm apparently a good screamer. Um, I have won screaming competitions as well. Um, I like dying and being covered in blood. And I had that pumpkin character that I drowned myself in blood and... I would eat the raw like a pumpkin. gallon of blood a night. Yeah, so I would just take a big bucket, dump it, and yeah, and then I would just go, "Hi, I'm pumpkin. Hello, ah, uh, yeah, stuff like that." Um, put on a little character voice. Um, yeah, 
So I have, I have a couple different characters, but Honk is my new main one that I've really resonated with lately. These are great and creepy. By the way, for Smiley, I recommend join supplements now. That's all I'm saying. I am old. My knees hurt. And I remember watching you all night going, I don't know how he sits like that. I, I remember I don't know I how he can still next, sit like that. I was sitting next to the Ice Queen on the hayride. I was like, Leia, take a look over there. There's this dude like He's Spider-Man. He's still sitting like He's that. sitting there like half an hour later, man. Yeah, no, it's it's definitely draining. I definitely feel it. And I, def- I do make sure that all my joints, all my muscles, all my everything gets plenty of rest, plenty of whatever stretching, it needs. To stretching, be. yoga, joint supplements. Yeah. <laughs> when you guys are having your meeting, you're the guy in the back that's like, okay, don't mind me. And then you like you bring your knee up real high and stuff, right? Is that it? <laughs> <laughs> gotta stretch it out, gotta there, warm up. There's somebody, there's somebody like that at every workplace. <laughs> yeah, I can do stuff like this. Yeah, like just yeah. a casual conversation. You're doing that. Oh, oh no! Yeah. Oh, come it's on, man. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't have a question, but I have, let's say, um, uh, a request, or maybe just an idea. Ever thought about doing uh, a Christmas haunt? Because one of my favorite haunts I ever did was in Christmas time. It was Krampus themed. And it was haunted, and it was gorgeous with the lights. It was like a combination. I want to go. I want to go. It's so good. It's I a combination it. of like Lincoln Zoo lights and a terrifying haunted house. It was gorgeous. So can we, we, let's do we this. do really want to do something like that. Um, we want to do like haunted things throughout the year. We want to do a Christmas thing. We would probably go with Krampus because that's the easiest, simplest thing if we can't come up with a different story we want to do even just like a leprechaun st patrick's thing yeah we are unfortunately though we because can't do we that through a park district we yeah. do have it has its pro, yeah. pros and cons so we can do some things that we otherwise can't do we have access to a lot of resources um that the park just has um it's like large machinery and stuff like that but um, when it's not October, the park is a, a park. disc golfing park. Um, so they make a lot of their money from that. Oh, yeah. Um, so we can't do other things like build it by Christmas. Because, again, we are also outside and we have about two weeks to get everything up and across 27 acres. Um, so that would be really hard to do again during Christmas without taking up too much time for other events that the park district puts on. But we go and guest act at other places. Um, we like to guest act at Midnight Terror a lot. Uh, they're amazing as well, and we're really close with them. I know last year they had a Christmas event, and that was a treat. He was a treat. <laughs> I was a little elf with Miles. Um, him and I, we were in like a Christmas dinner room, and we were just like feeding people just slop and like intestines, and it was great. I love that for you guys. Yes. Yeah, I was a treat. <laughs> that year because I was just so tired from this other stuff. I was just dead. So I was like, you have anything that isn't very intense? There's like, you can be a Christmas tree. I'm like, cool. Yes. So they put Free. Christmas lights on me in a ghillie suit. <laughs> yep. 10 out of 10. Sounds like a lit idea. Yeah. yeah. I have another quick question for you. Um, has anything spooky ever happened to you guys like while doing, doing like the haunt? Like, like the haunt attracts something something else we 
uh, I haven't really had anything outside of in my first year in the maze. Um, I was the only person in that entire section of the mountain, the entire bayou, that could really do that like clicky sound that year. I was like the only, at least of the consistent ones, that could do like the kind of noises. And a couple times a night, I would just hear from, it was in a different area, so there was like a little area of some trees right next to the maze. And I would hear from that direction pretty consistently that same noise, except like louder and creepier. And I'd just be like, fuck. Because I knew none of the other people in the maze or in that direction from the maze, because that direction from the maze had no one. There was no, there was no other scene that was straight into like just trees. So even if there was someone else that could make that noise that loud, they had to go out of the way to leave their scene to go to that direction and do it. And I would like consistently hear that even when I know everyone else is occupied by various things. And it, that was the only like real creepy thing I had. I, you were there for my creepy thing though, I'm pretty sure. Which? The one near the mannequins. So, um, last year and this year i did not want to go alone because of last year we oh, fucking yeah yeah that's right i forgot about that i don't know um but it's dark during the park or at the park during night when we work a lot of the times um and we have to go down this really really steep hill to get to the bottom of the bayou and it's just pitch black down there unless we have headlamps and golf cart lights. But we didn't get golf cart this year till right before the season. And we only have two weeks to build it. So we had to get the mannequin maze up really quickly last year. Um, and it's in the lowest part, the darkest part, right next to a creek. It's just creepy down there. And it's creepy. And so I had to put up all the mannequins Um and like fix them and put like a cape on them and a dress to cover up the fact that they're mannequins so that we could hide a person in there. Um, and I go down there and I'm alone. And you came down there a few minutes after, right? Pretty sure. I think I'm, I thought I was with you. Oh, you might have been with me then. Because um, I, I was already yes. freaked out because I hate mannequins. And then you said something Irish, like, yes. Turn. We saw it. <laughs> so. There was something right next to the creek and it had glowing eyes. And I'm like, okay, it's a raccoon or a fox. We see those all the time. We hear them all the time. But then like two seconds later, it is like across the field up in a tree. And like, I, I saw it running. Yeah. And like a good, like, I'd say probably a hundred feet across that in like five seconds. And like up super high in this really tall yeah. tree. And when we first saw it, it was, oh, the eyes were already like, five feet off the ground at least and it was like glowing yellow eyes and i'm yeah, like not just like reflecting like a cat's eye like actually providing light yeah and i'm like okay rationally it's probably a raccoon or a fox they can climb and run really fast and climb really high but also it went so fast and everyone's telling me it's a raccoon or a fox and i'm like it had to have been something else and, and like the entire night i was just like we either just saw a crackhead yeah. or a cryptid, and I'm not sure which. And I'm, like, shining the light, and I'm like, hello, what are you? And then this year, I'm again fixing up the mannequin maze, and I'm alone because he refuses to go down there because he's so scared. Um, <laughs> um, and I'm, like, 
I'm putting the costumes on again, and I just hear whistling coming at me, and I'm like, I'm screaming, hello, who is this? Like, I have a light, and I have someone, I have, like, I had Donovan on speed dial, um, and, like, like no one's walkie. answering me, and it was literally just another guy that works there, and he was just walking down the hill whistling, <laughs> and I'm like, you can't do that to me. <laughs> you know, he was just... He was just on his way down to help. And you sent him down there and didn't tell me. I didn't expect him to creepily whistle through the woods at you. <laughs> I you're, like, you're like, all right, here's what you're going to do. You're going to go help her. But in the process, you're going to scare the shit out of her. <laughs> I I have a question for you. Uh, I, when I was in line, I noticed you chasing down a lot of teenagers who were like we're just gonna go dick around in the woods and like scare people is that like does that happen all the time and do sometimes they successfully get past you and cause mayhem in the in the attraction yeah yeah without a doubt we have at least one group a night whether it's they want to be assholes and mess with the scenes mess with the with our actors mess with whatever or if they just want to be in the park and get high. Like, whatever reason they have that they want to be there. Yeah. And the park is closed, so they can't be yeah. there. It's closed for a yeah. private event. But that night... Oh, oh yeah, because from 7 to 10, the park, that area of the park is closed for us. No one's allowed to be in that field, in that bayou, and, like, the areas yeah. surrounding it. And then after 10, the park is just closed unless you are there for a hayride. You can't be in the park at all unless you're there for a hayride. Yeah. Um, um, but that night it was extremely just a bunch of random teenagers. I had to, I, yeah, I had to personally escort out like three of those five groups. And I believe the kids you saw me chasing were setting fires in the park, just in the gravel, just setting fires. And I was like, on the walkie and I was like getting descriptions like, um, gray hoodie, um, cub shirt. And I'm like, okay. These kids are running away from me. Why are they running away from me into the line? Like, that's obviously sauce a little bit. Um, and I had to chase them, and they ran down in the woods, and I'm like, hey, guys, the park is closed. You need to leave. Um, and they, they, I watched them walk up the hill, but I ran from the bottom of Bayou to a park at the top of the hill that during this time to get these kids to leave on foot and i have asthma and it was not fun with boots with heels yeah but yeah i just want you to know if i volunteer i volunteered just to carry security sounds awesome it's like my favorite friday night <laughs> We're almost done, actually, with our hour. Do you guys have yeah. any inspirations? Yeah. Any, like, are there any, any haunt anything that you look back at and you say, that's who we want to try to be like? That's what, who we're learning from? That's who we you know, don't want like to be that? like? Hmm? Andrea and Ava, um, they're our main bosses. They have been running it for, Andrea, since the beginning, Ava, for, I believe, six or seven years. And they've been acting way before that. Yeah. They've been acting way before that. Um, obviously, there's big haunt haunters names in the industry that 
we look up to. Yeah, um, like obviously we look up to people like Fluffy from Statesville. And yeah. Like those characters that just like are massive. Like everyone wants to meet the next Fluffy. Everyone yeah. wants that. I would also um, say um, Joe Jensen. He is a guy that he created the the he, original he Midwest the haunted. haunted House. He kind of started the haunted industry in our area. Yeah. And like so. not even really an exaggeration. Yes. And like he has so much wisdom. Now he's just like our friend and it's crazy. I know. <laughs> it blows our mind. Yeah. Um, but definitely I would say we owe a lot of everything to Andrea and Ava for giving yeah. us these chances here. And just like showing us um, how to build all the stuff, how to like what works from a lighting standpoint, how to use fog machines and especially with our haunt, how to make the most out of limited resources because we don't have the budget some haunts do um like there are some haunts that have even more than 10 times our budget um and then some that blow that even out of water and we still compete because we know all these little tricks to be like okay we don't have all this we can use this this and this that's a lot cheaper or sometimes even free because um our maze has a lot of pallets in it that are perfectly fine especially when braced by a couple two by fours but that were just thrown out because they weren't completely fit for whatever previous purpose they had using scraps and even like thrifting for me for costumes all that that's a really good thing we learned most of that to andrew and avon like most of our skills and knowledge can be a credit to them in some way shape or form yeah what kind of advice do you have for the young ones who might want to start getting into this line of work just just show just up go for it yeah show up because i was very hesitant to my first year um and it took like three of my friends to like almost literally pull me to some of the stuff from me like and then all of a sudden i was part of it and i loved it and i've been doing it for five years and again as long as i'm able to we'll continue doing it yeah um, just show up and I don't know about any other haunts, but I know with us, if you want to rise up, we'll give you the opportunity. Like I just showed up with my aunt one day yeah. and I am now costume manager. Um, so I work with a wonderful team and I have a costume head of the department who is amazing as well, but like I'm in charge of a bunch of stuff now. And I just showed up as a random 15 year old kid one day and was like, Ooh, I like that costume. Can I help organize it? Um, just going and keeping at it, even though it's tiring and exhausting and it's hard. It's really fun. Yeah. And, and it's worth it. Because, yeah, and it sounds ludicrously oversimplified, but really the way to get into the haunted industry, whether it just be as someone who wants to have fun acting on the weekends or as someone who wants to be there to literally build up the haunt from the ground up, is just for lack of a better way to say it, just fucking send it. <laughs> it's show up, put in the work, and if you're doing good, pretty much any haunt, you're going to get noticed for doing good. With a few exceptions, even haunts that I've guest acted for a night, they're already like, okay, I really like what you're doing with that. Um, if you want to come, if you guys have more time that you come back, we can be like, okay, you can be more permanently in this room instead of like, a, oh crap, where can we fit you? Or, or it could be, like, for example, with Hayride. My first year, I was just 
a random person thrown in a random spot. And then I tried really hard. And now that character I was is a front of house character and I'm a manager. Yeah. And next year I'm probably going to be doing even more when it comes to some of the various stuff. Yep. Well, since we are getting close to the end of the hour, uh, I know that we've mentioned the name of where you guys are working a bunch. Did you want to formally give information about how people can come to see you and meet you and say hi? Sure. Uh, let me just look up the address for it. But we are here at a four slash Curse of the Bayou located in Delwood Park in Lockport, Illinois. Um, if you just search that up, it should pop up. That's actually just how I'm finding the address real quick. You can also contact us at our um, manager's email. It's lowercase hohmanagers at gmail.com. Um, send us an email. You can answer any other questions through that. It goes directly to one of us managers. Um, and we'll give you any other contact info you need. If you have any other special requests, like we let some kids bring their own costumes and stuff like that. We have one really cool costume that this kid just built yeah. and it's a big old, like all four still walking thing. Yeah. And oh, it's just great. insane. All you got to do is ask and yeah, we'll let you most likely if it's within yeah. reason. And yeah, so and we, you guys have year round people can see you also at the escape room. Yes, yes we do work an escape room, um, just Lockport escape room next throwing in um, Lockport. Um, yeah, it's right by the jewel on 159th. Again, let me just look up the address real quick. Um, so yeah, we're there year round pretty much. Um, we and a few of the other managers work there. Yeah. Um, uh, the, just show up. It's fun. You can come talk to us too. Yeah. The address for the Hayride um, is 199 Woods Drive in Lockport. And for the escape room, it is 16547 West 159th Street in Lockport. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Well, uh, we're going to start closing up. And when we do close up, we'd like to get a final thought from everyone. Who would like to go first? And we'll get back to uh, Donovan and Sam for your final thoughts too. Sound good. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. Teenagers are the worst. That's it. <laughs> yeah, fuck them. <laughs> all right. Um, I'll go. Spooky season is my favorite season. I wait all year for October. So I'm glad people do things like haunt act and have haunted houses for me to go to. If you haven't checked out a haunted attraction, highly recommend that you do it especially during spooky season where everybody pulls out all the stops and you can get really scared and it's a lot of fun jenny ice queen uh absolutely agreed um it's a lot of fun to do it also those uh stories about you guys getting freaked out by stuff uh were fantastic Uh, I agree. Spooky season is also my favorite. And I am so glad that we were able to come and see you guys. And I now want to go do the escape room. Let's make an event out of it, team. <laughs> I yeah. love an escape, escape room. Okay, uh, Donovan and Sam, what would you like to leave our listeners with? You can leave them with a comment, advice, a question. We could put a poll up. Whatever you want. Um... Go to a haunted house, like you guys were saying. I love Halloween. It's pretty much my life, and haunting has saved my life. So, thanks, thanks. Yeah, yeah. literally saved mine too. Yeah, I love that. Wonderful. Well, 
we did go to the Hayride of Horror, and some of us went to the, the bayou. Others were very sleepy. <laughs> Mainly me, because I'm old. Uh, but yes, I think we're going to maybe try to make it out next year as a team. What do you guys y'all think? Awesome. Can we drag Tressa out next year? Can we do that? I'm in. I Stay spooky, friends. Stay as spooky. long as I'm not an idiot about Tressa, it. My can you, schedule can you leave the coffin open with the alarm clock so you'll remember? <gasps> <laughs> I mean, I can try, but I can't guarantee anything. Next Frank. year, we're next year we're burying you alive too, Frank. I'm paying next for year it. we're putting Frank in the coffin. That's cool. That's all good. Coffin's really comfy, actually. It is. Wait a second. That was I forgot about that. They're buried alive, and they were gonna pay money for that. I forgot. You know that coffin is stupidly comfy. I'd yes. recommend it just for getting that like thirty seconds to lay in there. Yeah, that's what you should have done when you were sleepy. Does it have Oops. a weight limit? Anyway, uh, I don't think so. I don't think so. I mean, it's all hydraulic. I think. I think as long as you're not like 800 pounds, I think it has the power to move you. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming on. From all of us, thank you for coming on. Thank yeah. you for giving us an hour of your time. Of uh, we'll invite you guys out to the Discord. I'm going to be buying emotes for everyone who uh, is a guest on the show. So if you participate in the Discord, you're definitely going to get one of those. And. For all of our listeners, we'll see you next week. We got Stormfrog and Paige Senpai coming on. Talk about spooky stuff. And in the meantime, check out Hayride of Horror, Axe Throwing, Escape Room. And, uh, yep, for the rest of the night, these two are going to try to escape our podcast. And we hope you have a great night. We'll see you next week. (laughs) Say hi to your mom for me. And uh, have a great night, everybody. Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye. 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 I'm going to give that close a 3 out of 10.